What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. The weather is heating up, which means summer is almost here. Macy's is my go-to place for summer fashion, and I'm getting so excited just looking at Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside essentials. Macy's has everything you need for any summer occasion, your summer trip, wedding, or graduation. Macy's has you covered. You can shop all your favorite brands like DKNY, Michael Kors on 34th, shop at Macy's.com or in store. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Wind Down with Janet Kramer and Michael Kaufman, an iHeartRadio podcast. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh. Mom, Welcome back to the show, Mike. Mom, January is over. Gotta ask you a question. Did you listen to any of the Mom January? I haven't yet. You haven't. No, I'm going to. I think it was. I missed it. Did you? Yeah. So it was. It was hard. It's like. Uh, it was kind of like when, you know, I first got out of football. I couldn't watch football that oh, first season. Okay. Because I wasn't a part of the team anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, uh, I'm not ready to listen yet. You were always a part of the team. Yeah, but I was kind of in exile. <laughs> <laughs> We're not exiled, although we were side commenting, being like, you know, someone save Mike. <laughs> Where's throw up the raft to Mike? Pouring out for you, homie. Um, no, it's just you know we had it. Uh, one episode, where, I think the first one was with Sean. I believe it was with Sean and um, Kristen and Catherine and. Okay. The reaction to the moms were just like, we want another one. So I figured where we were at, it would be a good opportunity to, you know what? What can we turn this into? Because, you know, I'm always trying to. <laughs> always creating. Trying to be like, okay, what like what can we do with, with where we're at and like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the podcast and to make it something where it's still feels authentic and still feels real and, um, n- you know, not fake or not any lies. So that's like mom January and. 
someone just came up with momuary and i'm like shoot <laughs> i could have used that Man, in january that would have been perfect <laughs> so maybe next momuary we'll do it again but then you can come on and be the 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 dad the voice for the husband the voice for the husbands mark came in clutch a few times but it's uncle mark of course he did <laughs> but no i mean uh i know easton missed you you know it's funny when i was uh unavailable i texted easton <laughs> You did? I texted him a picture. It was, I was up in the media room and I was building that Millennium Falcon Lego set. <laughs> and I, that's when I said, hey, do you guys want to know where Mike's been building the Lego set yeah. up? And I sent it to Easton. I was like, well, I guess being in exile ain't too bad. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay. I mean, I feel like we should address the yeah. elephant in the room because I don't want the listeners to think that I just kicked you off no, the podcast no. or that it was just like, because that's... That's not the case at all. No. And all right. All joking aside, real talk time. Serious wind down time. The thing is, you know, Jana and I are very honest, very vulnerable on this podcast. That's part of why all of you listen, which we greatly appreciate. The fact of the matter is we are still two people with real life problems and we still reserve our right to privacy to a certain extent. And it's our choice to come out and share a lot of this with you. We learned the hard way when we came out and tried to have that show after the whole picture deleting incident. Mm -hmm. And we realized after that, we learned a lot that, you know, we can't share open wounds. They have to be scars and it has to be something we process first together. And so, this past month, you know, we still have growing to do in our relationship um, together and both individually. And for me, it's uh, it was really a time with things that went on with us to really dig into and, and face face the facts of things I can be doing better in my own re- recovery and growing as a person and growing as a husband Um so we're really kind of, like Jana said, she she was able to buy buy me some more time to to do that, which I which I appreciate, um, and I was very you know understanding and supportive of her, and you know I did a, an individual intensive um, over a long weekend and did a lot of work on myself, and I mean Jana and I are in the midst of doing a couples intensive right now and doing work. Um, you know, with each other, but it's, uh, it's something that we're going to, we're going to dive into at a, at a later time. Right, honey? Well, if I'm, if I'm the listener and if I'm Mark, you know, they're always like, why dance around it? And, um, if you're going to be honest, be honest. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, and I get that piece and I understand what you're saying too, you know, the actual specifics is something where, you know, we've been, we've been journaling and writing stories, um, our story that sound so crazy (laughs) on paper, you know, and it doesn't make sense. And sometimes reading it, I'm just like, wow, who are we? (laughs) Like, this is crazy, but we've also been able to write down the resolve of how we were able to resolve that certain issue. And, 
you know, with this incident, are we ready to share it? No. But will we? Yes. Yeah. And whether that's us putting something out there later, right now, it just feels like what we learned from that incident. And I think what it's hard, too, is because, you know, everyone's just looking for, like, the next headline. And what hurts us is, like Mike said, we're two people. We're trying to share we are sharing, we're being vulnerable with you. But when someone gets it wrong, you know, for example, you know, they have, they will have put Mike relapsed. Well, that's to someone they're going to think, okay, he relapsed with another person or he relapsed, you know, they're going to come up with something that is harmful for not only us, but harmful to what we're building and harmful to the message that we're like, no, 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 no. Like, they're just reading, oh, no, he relapsed again. I remember reading that thinking, but he didn't, he didn't, he didn't physically cheat it, cheat right. with, on me. Like, he, yes, right. he with, he might have broken a boundary, but that isn't, like, he didn't. So I'm like, still hurt, but yet still trying to defend him at the same time. Right. And it becomes this massive conflict where it's that we want to share, but then we get afraid of what, they're going to misread in that. And, you know, what we know is, and I think you can attest to this, is what you know is the last, out when you were so, um, when the last year and a half since the mm-hmm. one relapse, mm-hmm. that was a potential, like you, right. you've came out with that, that you almost acted on it. Yeah. That was, that was a relapse, but you didn't act on it. But since then, you've come to realize that you haven't been truly working your program. Yeah. And, and something I've, I've kind of discovered in my own work this past month and that I've kind of had discussions with Jana about is, you know, there's a big difference between living a not acting out program or a not drinking program or a not using drugs program versus a life-changing program. And I had to get real with myself and I had to realize I'm like, there's a lot of things in my life that I'm not doing different. And it just feels like at times I'm going through the motion. And, but when I'm regardless, even if I'm not relapsing or acting out or stepping outside of our marriage, if I'm still breaking boundaries or not being completely honest with things like that picture stuff and other things, it's like, how is that sober? How is that? life changing. How is that living with integrity? It's not. And so it just, you know, we needed time to, again, grow individually, grow as a couple. And like Jana said, we're not trying to dance around anything or withhold it from our listeners. I mean, the reality is, is it, there was a boundary that was broken, mm -hmm. but it, that was harmful for me because it was a discovery. Mm -hmm. But Again, it wasn't a physical acting out. So that's why like I'm very careful and because I do want to protect you as well because I don't want people to think that it was a physical relapse. But it was also it was such a big discovery with a boundary that was harmful to me mm-hmm. in our relationship, which made you then realize, oh my God, I've been living in this lies of justifications. And I mean, you can speak more on that so the people the females are listens can maybe understand their husbands or their partners a little bit more, but where they're living in that they think that because they're not acting out, it's okay to do a, B and C yeah. when in all yeah. actuality, that's 
if that partner finds out and that's a boundary, it's going to affect them. Oh, for sure. And it's, it is that justification where, you know, it sometimes, at least for myself, I can't speak for everyone, but it is, we try to make it, or I try to make it black and white where it's like, Hey, I'm not acting out. I'm not, you know, physically looking at anything, physically looking at anything inappropriate. I'm not, you know, acting outside of marriage. I'm not, whatever it is, I'm not doing that. So what I'm doing is okay. And it's like that justification where that's my defense. And it's taking some time for me to realize like, Oh wait, this is still triggering you in ways that I didn't realize. And there's also that piece where it's, still a lie and still the justification is a lie with what you're telling our relationship so that piece is still when I ask you hey any secrets or lies that can be that is a secret and a lie but you've justified it as it not being one mm-hmm. and that's harmful when someone discovers it Yeah, and it's like but wait I thought but I can I can totally see on your side where you think where you can think that. But I think now you've also seen the opposite effect too of what that discovery and what that lie does. Because I've always said it's not about the act; it's about the lie. It's about the discovery. It's about because that brings me back to day one of of the discovery. For sure. So yeah, it, to to bring it full circle, it's. We're not trying to dance around it. We're just trying to reserve the right to uh, details right now for our own privacy because we've seen how when tabloids or publications listen to this and they take things and run with it, it is harmful for our relationship when they get it wrong. And then next thing you know, I have to see shameful things in the in in the news. Jana has to see comments that are degrading or judgmental, and that's that takes a toll on you. I don't care who you are, and as much as we don't let it affect us, it, after a while, it does. Especially when you leave, live and share this openly and vulnerably vulnerably that we do. And again, like hopefully, we'll be able to come out with you know our stories, and then we will certain yeah. things are like, hey, Maybe this we'll this happened. <laughs> Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Good idea. Huh. Um, no, but where it's like this happened and this is how we dealt with it. And I think, you know, bottom line was, you know, was a boundary broken? Yes. Was it harmful for me? Yes. Because of now, was it out of marriage? Did he relapse? No. But I mean, you can speak on it like you've re. Yeah. I've reset my time because that was what I needed to. I would have felt like I was still justifying if I didn't mm-hmm. like I was still, I would still be excusing behavior that really wasn't different from what I was doing. Yeah. I wasn't acting out, but still, how is that? How is that any change? You know, how is that showing you anything and showing myself anything? So I know the answer because we've danced around this the past month with the therapy and, you know, been on my knees trying to understand it. And, mm-hmm. um, for everyone that's listening and that is kind of in this has been in the same situation. How, well, why, why do you justify what makes you justify? Um, when you know that it could be 
hurtful or harmful and it's in that it's a, a boundary that you know that eh, I said I wouldn't do this but uh so what to help the other ladies out there understand because mm-hmm. I know now because you know but it might be helpful for other people to hear that yeah it's uh It's it's it is a difficult thing to explain, but from the work we've done, the work I've done, what it's come down to for me is it really it's a selfish thought, first of all. It's self preservation and it's really a little bit of entitlement too. Yeah, it's yeah. it's pride and entitlement because it's really hard to sit in the pain and the consequences of, of our actions. It really is. And as a man to sit in the, in that pain and that shame of what you've done and what you've done to somebody that you love, how do you think of yourself as a man? You know, if, if you're not living with integrity and the way a a good man and good husband should. So how do we, regain that it's by trying to puff out our chest plant our flag on the mountain with pride and ego and entitlement Mm -hmm. and in comes justification for doing things that we know rationally probably shouldn't be doing can be harmful um and that's just that's just being real, honestly. And that's what it comes down to for me. So, when you're in that place, and you know, I, I know that again, we danced around this a lot the last month, and I said, but every night we've done a check in, and he said, no lies, no secrets. <laughs> How do you justify that's not a lie and that's not a secret? Please know that I'm not like I'm beating you up right now. I'm just no, trying to help yeah, the yeah, listeners. Yeah. No, for I'm, sure. I feel like we're in a good space. No, we're in a great space. It's uh, it comes down to looking at it black and white. Okay. You know what I mean? Where it's just like it's not a line of secret because I'm not really acting out. I'm not doing the big things that the tabloids say that I. You know what I mean? That the real major big things that everyone assumes is the issue. Um, and so it is, it's just that rational rationalization justification that I'm a man. I can, I can do this. It's not, I'm not doing the big thing. I'm not taking a drink. Mm -hmm. I'm just doing something different that, you know, and that's where, you know, kind of over the last month we talked about where, I think for the first time I've realized and accepted that boundaries that we have in our relationship aren't about controlling me. Mm-hmm. It is about your safety. Mm-hmm. And even if I said that in the past, I don't know if like in my core, I felt that or believed it. Why? Because I didn't think I had a choice. I just thought I had to do what you needed and what you said. Because that's what you said you needed. And I just. Is it not what you needed for your program? 
And that's and but that's just it, right? That's mm-hmm. the difference okay. between me then and me now realizing that that's not just for your safety, that's for my safety. Mm. You know, that I need that too to to be where I want to be and go where I want to go and be who I am. So it's uh it, it but it's tough for any man to to I don't think there are many men out there that when in these kind of situations when boundaries come up that were like all right sounds great and just live within the boundaries with no kind of feeling internally there's going to be that eventual pushback by majority of men is it because you put us in the, that role of you can't do this you like the dictator yeah and it's hard because even though our actions are what created that dynamic, mm-hmm. we still want to blame you. It's so interesting. And it's messed up. It is. You know, it's just like, uh, I, why though? Like what, what, what is I, that piece? I think it's the immaturity of men. Um, where it's just like a kid, right? Like a, most kids or high schoolers are immature. So when our parents disciplined us as high schoolers or as kids, even though our actions are the, are what our discipline is got us in this situation, we still say, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. It's so unfair. Why would you do that? Well, it's because you did something we asked you not to do. So I think that's, that's what comes up for us. It's like the, the child inside of us, and men, I think, just are naturally more immature, right, than than women, especially emotionally more immature than women. So it's like that little boy inside of us that's like, that's not fair. <laughs> I don't want to. Don't ground me. You know? I want to play Mario Brothers. <laughs> so it's, it is part of that. And, and so finally feeling like I can be in a place to accept truly accept responsibilities for my actions but not just think of think of them as the responsibility consequences of my actions but also realizing that it's for safety for both of us Mm -hmm. and boundaries are something that we agree upon you okay I am are you okay I see your eyes a little bit. It's just been a really heavy month. Yeah, it has. And the heaviness isn't... um... Don't be sorry. Um... It's a, it's a heaviness, but it's also like a gratefulness that like we can still be sitting here conversating. Yeah. Um, but it's also that fear too. I think that's the, been the hardest part of this month is, you know, we've both individually done a lot of work and then we've done, obviously <laughs> we were in our intensive from 9am to 5pm today. <laughs> so it's just like just a lot of work. And so it just feels feels so heavy um but it also feels um you know it 
I feel, and I never, um, I think I've always been afraid to use this word, but I do feel hopeful Mm. for like the tools that we've been learning. Um, But it's also very scary. And, you know, I feel like I have some ownership in, you know, feeling, you know, I've read back on comments about this and they're like, you know, you don't seem like you respect your husband or you talk down to him. And, you know, there's ownership that I can take in that because I've had a hard time respecting you at times because of the constant betrayals. Mm-hmm. And that's, but I, I, so, so it's so hard because I'm like, I want to take accountability for it, but yeah, then it's so hard because I'm so afraid of being hurt. So it's easier to just shell up and just, and to, be nasty or to yeah, does that make sense it's easier know. it's easier to be angry it's easier it's more fun to be angry no it's not fun um it's easier but it is i guess i'm i guess i'm looking right now for empathy yeah in this moment right now with like And the people that have had the same situation, maybe I can speak on the wives and say, because of the constant lies, can you see how it might be hard to lean into you and to re- and to trust your word? Yeah. Absolutely. And I want you to know, like, right now, first of all, I, pre- I appreciate your vulnerability. And, like, I hear you. And I see you right now. And I feel, I feel your pain. I can't imagine how hard it is to lean into somebody who's hurt you so much. That is terrifying. And I'll never know exactly how that feels because you haven't done that to me and so I have so much respect for you I have so much love for you and your willingness to to do work in our relationship to even to be even to be able to even say that you're hopeful and willing to take ownership and look at yourself for a fraction of it. But I can totally get how hard that must be when you're like, well, look, dickhead, <laughs> if you stop doing that. I won't be so fucking mean, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm devastated by that. And I'm really sorry that I've made it so difficult. Because I see you trying. I really do. And I see why you are the way you are. At times. Because it's part of the environment that I created. And I have to own that. 
you know? Yeah, I appreciate that. It's, it's, um, I want so badly to move forward and to have that marriage that we've always talked about and to see the man that you say you're always going to be. And I think a lot of other women can maybe relate to this too, where it's like, they keep saying, I'm not going to do that again, or Mm -hmm. I'll do better next time. Um, a therapist that we're working with right now, she said, I'll try is a lie. lie. When someone says, I'll try to do better. That's a lie. I'll try means that's, that's a lie. Mm Um, and so when that, keeps happening then I feel like so so when the betrayal and the lies and the discoveries keep happening it's becomes insanity in my world Mm -hmm. and then I start to feel insane I start to feel like and I think other women out there feel like they're creating or they're repeating it um it's insanity repeating itself yeah it's like Groundhog Day. Yeah. And it's like, but you say you're going to be this other man, but then you're not doing it. And then it makes us feel crazy. And it makes us feel like we, do we not deserve better? Do we not deserve more? Do we not deserve to feel love? Do we not deserve to be told the truth and to be honest with? So then it just tailspins us. And then I, I make up. When and then it, I start when I... taking off pictures on Instagram. <laughs> because... I, I'm tail spinning and my, my, my younger child is like, I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm, I, I start just spinning out of control. It's because... complicated. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, but I, I just, I feel like, and I know I'm not the only woman out there that's done that, <laughs> Please, <laughs> but it's just, it becomes so out of control that when you and that you know me and I'm I'm already at my like limit yeah. with discoveries and lies. Yeah. That I I hit it and oh, I was just like oh, yeah. I pressed the button. I said, Fuck it. Mm-hmm. This is where I'm now unraveling. And now I'm harmed again. And now it's shame on me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wall up. Yeah. And it's just and what I've learned with my therapist now that I feel like I can maybe give back to to some of the women or men out there that I've got, are going through similar situations is, you know, what's hurt, hurt versus harm. Because a lot of times with people that have been in trauma relationships or um, traumatic relationships is, for me, where I go is I'm like, oh my God, I can't do this. I, I, I like, you know, there you are again, showing your cards. I'm, I'm out. I want a divorce. Like I can't do this. But really what I'm wanting is safety and to feel loved and to feel security and to want to feel like he chooses me and that I'm good enough to be told the truth. Mm-hmm. But what happens is whether it's a hurt or a harm, I go straight to the the I can't do this oh my god and so what I've had to discover in therapy is okay what is hurtful versus harmful what because I know you are going to hurt me again I know that we are going to have arguments that are going to hurt and we're going to say things and it's not going to be perfect I know but I can't go down the line of 
oh my God, I can't do this anymore because that just that's a cycle that we both, it's not fair for you. It's not fair for me. It's not fair for anyone. It's not fair for my friends that call. They're like, oh Jesus, your 30th time. And you said, <laughs> you're done. So it becomes this like run on. And so it's like, okay, I wrote down a list of, for me, and this might be something that can be helpful for the listeners too. I wrote down a list of what's hurtful and what's harmful. What's something where I physically cannot hold anymore I physically cannot handle if he lies about this or I discover this or this happens versus you know he was mean and said something mean to me am I going to go to I can't do this anymore you know but my first reaction is always to go to that I can't do this anymore right which you haven't and sorry real fast I just want to get this piece because I think a lot of people can relate to this too I go to you don't know what you've done. You don't know how bad you've hurt me. You have no empathy for what I've gone through and you don't feel my pain. And I start then repeating the trauma. And he's like, you know, he, and he's like, you've already said that a million times, but I keep repeating it and repeating it and repeating it because I don't feel the empathy mm-hmm. and I don't feel that he truly understands it. So that's why I keep repeating it a million times because I'm like, listen to me, hear me. I'm my five-year-old self right now. I need you to freaking hold me. I need you to tell me that you love me and that you're here for me and that you won't leave me and that I'm worth it and that I deserve it. Mm-hmm. So I think finding, and that's the piece, like the other day we got into an argument, you know, just a silly poke back, poke back kind of argument and in my past, I would have said, oh, my God, Sarah, you're not changing. I don't want to do yeah, this. Yeah. I'm over it. And instead, I was just like, okay. Like, I, I was like, this is just a hurt. And we're going to figure this out from from the hurt place, not from the harm place. Because the harm place, you now know how serious I am yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with what's going to happen in the harm place. Yep. <laughs> okay. So now that we have very clear boundaries <laughs> of what is, and I don't say that from a, I, I know that sounded probably like from a, uh, finger pointing but you know and from a very like soft place and you know what is harmful for to me that and it's not even I know what and acting out yeah it's not even there's something on that harmful list that doesn't involve him acting out with another female but it's something that's so harmful for, for me like for example I'll tell you one a discovery if I find a different a discovery that involves a lie I, that is harmful for me and I physically cannot hold it anymore. And you've seen what happens when I, when it does happen and Mm. in the repeatedness of it, it's just, and I, I I think it's truly, you've, you've saw the past month because this has been the longest that we've been at odds. And I think you've really saw the, okay, wow, this is what happens for you when you discover X, Y, and Z. And what that lie does to you. And, you know, our therapist in Los Angeles, when we were Skyping him with the other day, he's like, most marriages don't end because of them cheating on their spouse. It ends because they lied to them. Mm -hmm. It ends because the other spouse discovered something. And that's what ends the marriage. And for for the guy or for the person in my shoes in the relationship, we're like, okay – yeah, we hear that, but we don't really believe it. Like, I'm not cheating on you. I'm not sleeping with anybody else. It's I, not the same thing. It's not yeah. the same thing. <laughs> uh, you're That's bullshit. You're not going to, you know, leave me because 
I just didn't tell you the exact truth or whatever. But no, they will. <laughs> but why? Like, I mean, joking aside. Yeah, like- joking aside, it's it's because it is so triggering because chances are people in our situation the affair or the infidelity it's most likely discovered mm-hmm. very seldom are the cases that someone was honest and brought it to them which kudos to you but usually they are discovered so it's not what they discovered is that act of discovering so for Jana when she have to, has to discover something it brings her right back to the beginning when initial discovery happened and that is that is the trauma especially if a lie was attached to it yeah that is the trauma in 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 her life that i created because of my actions and that's something like jana said i clearly feel and understand in a way that i haven't before can i ask just for the women or men what took you to understand it now like what maybe why didn't you see the pain before why didn't you see it when you were in treatment or why didn't so I'm just like what like again I know the answer but I'm just what is it that why does it take certain relapses or certain falls or certain and I think it's something something interesting you said to me too I don't know if you want to touch them but you said I knew you wouldn't have left the other times Mm -hmm. so I don't know if you want to touch on that too let's take a break and then I'll Fill everybody in. Ooh. Welcome back, Mike. <laughs> hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. You wake up with a sore throat and a low grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work. Hope to see a doctor this week or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option because listen, as a mom, we cannot afford to get sick. So therefore moms, I got something for you. 
my medical emergency kit. When you get your own medical emergency kit, you just match your symptoms to the doctor recommended prescription in your kit. No waiting to see the doctor, you get well faster. This is not a first aid kit. It's like having an urgent care in your home. It includes doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues like COVID, strep throat, pneumonia, all kinds of infections, including UTIs and many more. Plus a doctor's guide so you'll know exactly which med to take and how. As a working mom of three, like I said, I cannot afford to get sick and I definitely don't have hours to spend in the urgent care waiting room. My medical emergency kit brings me peace of mind. It makes me feel so much better knowing I can be prepared for whatever might come up. And also with a young little baby, I got to stay healthy. I recently used the anti-nausea medication included in the kit. I was shocked by how much better I felt after taking it. The instructions in the kit are super clear and easy to understand. And I'm so glad I have my medical emergency kit on hand. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash Jana and use promo code Jana. That's promo code Jana at twc.health slash Jana. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's, you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. So before the break, Jana asked basically what was the missing empathy piece? Mm-hmm. Like why has it taken this long for me to really see your pain? Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, because I think that was when we went through our incident before the new year, it was just, and it's like you, you saw the pain then, but it's like, well, what took you? So, like what, what about all the other times that you saw me in pain? Like that piece, it's like, you know, and for the women out there that feel the same way where it's like, A, are, will they ever feel the empathy? Mm-hmm. And then B, what what was it that took you to that piece? Um, it, it's just like in a lot of things in life or addiction or anything, it's, you know, you don't really know that you hit bottom until you're there. And even when you think you hit bottom, you hit another bottom. <laughs> you think you hit bottom, you hit another bottom. Um, and I think too is, and I'm not, I don't want this, I'm not trying to make this a trend on this episode about speaking about men in general, but empathy doesn't come as natural maybe to men. And so. Why? I think it's 
part of how we're created and how we're uh, the environment in which we're raised, um, whether in home or societal. And, uh, so it, it, it's not a flip of a switch. Unfortunately, it takes time. It takes time to learn how to actually lean in and not def, you know, defend your pride to really just hear the pain and sit in the pain and feel the pain of somebody else that their pain is because of me. That's hard to do. We're not taught how to do that. We're taught to defend ourselves, to stand up for ourselves, to get over it, to not show emotion. So to, to be asked to sit in someone else's emotion we can't even sit in ours. So it's, you know, it just, t- it took me time, unfortunately. And I'm sad about that. Because that's just added more pain and more distance between us in our marriage. And I wish that we didn't have to go through so much. I really don't. You know, because... I do choose you. I do love you. I do respect you. And I truly feel those things, but I know my actions haven't always shown it. And you always haven't felt it because of those, because of those actions. So, yeah, I mean, everyone else, everyone has their own timeline and the. What do you do with the entitlement piece or the, you know, for the guys or women that have that entitlement piece where it's um you know you, you've even said with your addict that you're like, "Nah, eh, I got it." What do you do with this? What are the steps that you're take? I mean, I know, but like what for those out there that what are steps that you're doing to cuz I'm going to say my steps that I have to do now you know, with the recovery piece, but what for you, what are the steps that, is it acknowledgement? Is it leaning into um, recovery? Are you talking from purely a recovery standpoint? Are you talking from? It can be both for those dealing with either. From just trying to change who they've been. Yeah, I think you can do both. I think you can do recovery and you can also do mm-hmm. what for those people that aren't addicts or sex addicts or alcoholics or mm-hmm. what can they do? What can they do to maybe help show some trust? And, Cause I, I mean, what I had said to you and just full disclosure, I was like, what do I have to hold on to? You've taken every piece of, and you've said everything before. Right. So what do I have that I can actually f- hold on to anymore? I don't. And that's been the hardest piece is to try to regain that, the blocks again. Yeah. And you know, it's, I'm glad you say that because it reminded me of kind of sparked how I want to answer this. And for so much of the past several years in this with you, you hear in program, you hear from every therapist is you have to want this for yourself. Mm. And, And that's just, that's addiction aside. 
you have to want the change for yourself. You have to want the respect for yourself. You have to, you have to want all that for yourself. And over the past several years, I said those words out loud, Mm -hmm. but I didn't necessarily believe them where I was motivated internally more by doing something to try to show you and put on a show mm-hmm. or a facade to be like, see, see, like, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. When really I was just punching the clock, going to a meeting, punching my time card. Yeah. I went to a meeting this week. Mm-hmm. Call my sponsor. Yeah. I called my sponsor this week, you know, doing whatever else to change as a husband, as a man, whatever. And just being like, yeah, I'm doing this to show that I'm doing something different. When again, in reality, I'm not doing anything life changing. I'm feeling the same way about myself. I'm not respecting myself anymore. I'm not loving myself anymore because I'm really not doing anything different. And I said this to you just not long ago. It's the most cliche thing we've all heard and it's never been more true for me than it is now. And that's, you can't truly love someone else until you love yourself. And I've never really understood that. I've never really got it until now. And I was like, holy shit, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Because if I can't even respect myself and be honest with myself because I justify everything, how the hell do I expect myself to, to do that to you? How can I respect you if I don't respect myself? Mm-hmm. How can I be honest to you if I'm not honest to myself? You can't. If you can't do it to yourself, then who the hell can you do it to? You can't give someone something you don't have and you don't give yourself. So, in that again, that goes for, that's not just addiction recovery aspect. That's for you know, relational and even if you're not in a relationship for yourself. So do something different. So for me, that's, I'm doing things I've never done before. And it's funny that we're, it's starting to become a habit where I look forward to it. I look forward to that time I make every morning. And it is about making the time. This is probably one of the first times I'm making, not just taking time out of my day, I'm making time out of my day by waking up earlier to do things. And it, for once, it doesn't feel like a chore because I'm not just doing it to appease you. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it because I'm actually gaining something out of it. And I feel more self-respect for myself because I'm actually being honest and following through with it. So it's those kind of things where, like you said, I've said everything before. I've done it all before. For the most part, it's like, what else, what do you have to hold on to? And I was like, I have said everything before. There's only one place else to look and that's inside of me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what do I need to do to change for me? Because everything I've tried to do to change for you hasn't worked. Mm-hmm. It's just the same pattern. Because every time I just try to change for you and salvage and rescue the situation... And then some time passes and then we just kind of fall back into the same thing. Mm-hmm. And look where that's gotten us. 
you know. So I think that's the biggest thing for me, whether male or female, is do it for you. Do it for you. Mm-hmm. And that leads into the exact situation with for the I don't ever want to say the victim because that sounds but for the the person who's hurt. Well, you're hurt too. The person who got hurt. You got hurt too. <laughs> yeah, but because of my actions. Okay. I just, I, yeah. Um, is I remember sitting in therapy with uh, my therapist Amy, who I just adore so much, and you know, this was a couple weeks ago, and I'm just, you know, I'm like, well, how do I, how do I how do I trust him again? How he, you know, how do I do this? Or how, like, what do I do? And how does, you know, he, I was just kept saying you and she's like, you're so focused on, she's like, you have to do your work. She's like, which we're doing. She's like, but you always, she's like, you're always trying to figure out how to be better for him or how to, how to trust him or to, it's like, you're so, your world is so involved with him that you're forgetting the pieces that you need to work on and you need to to love and, and nurture and to understand why you're looking for these certain things. You know, why you're looking for safety and why you're looking for trust and like why you're repeating or what, also what are you staying for? What are you, you know, but for, it's, it's, not, it's not about you because she's like, that's, she's like, then we do we do a couple sessions. She's like, but right now we have to figure out what what are your emotions and what you're feeling, and not it's not about him. Mm-hmm. And that was such a I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's scary. I don't want to look at me right now. Right. Like it's easier to just be like, well, how can I trust him? And well, I have to go inside and figure out what parts of me am I not, you know. Why don't I trust and why do I feel the need for safety so bad? And that's when you start, you know, going into your childhood traumas, which, you know, I have done time and time again. But every time you go back to your childhood traumas, you realize more things. And with our relationship and what we've learned kind of in our intensive is, you know, I'm looking for safety or looking for autonomy. And respect. And respect. Yeah. And and I'm looking for yeah safety and connection. Mm hmm. And it's like when we sit there and we bring in our childhood self and then we, we talk about our fights. I'm like, well, no wonder why. Like the dance that we're doing. Yeah, it's crazy. But now I can look at it and be like, okay, this is what he's needing in this moment. How can I now help him in this moment? But also I'll just go back to like the personal recovery is just, again, realizing what your worth is and you know for a long time and this has been something that's been real hard to deal with is I always thought that I deserved um I thought that I deserved the abuse from my first husband I thought that I deserved his real you know that it was my fault that he relapsed it was my fault that he had you know that was it was my fault and I have put all this pressure and weight and ugliness and just darkness on myself which comes out in ugly ways it comes out in anger towards you it comes out in being hurtful it comes out in shameful it comes out in me repeating the haven't you don't you see my blah 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 it's like it comes out in such but all I'm looking for is just that safety 
mm-hmm. and and not. <sighs> it's exhausting. I have something to say okay. on that that I think might help the listeners. Let's take a break real quick. Okay, I'm gonna come back to that. Hey there! Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. You wake up with a sore throat and a low-grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work, hope to see a doctor this week, or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option. Because listen, as a mom, we cannot afford to get sick. So therefore, moms, I got something for you my medical emergency kit. When you get your own medical emergency kit, you just match your symptoms to the doctor recommended prescription in your kit. No waiting to see the doctor. You get well faster. This is not a first aid kit. It's like having an urgent care in your home. It includes doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues like COVID, strep throat, pneumonia, all kinds of infections, including UTIs and many more. Plus a doctor's guide. So you'll know exactly which med to take and how. As a working mom of three, like I said, I cannot afford to get sick and I definitely don't have hours to spend in the urgent care waiting room. My medical emergency kit brings me peace of mind. It makes me feel so much better knowing I can be prepared for whatever might come up. And also with a young little baby, I got to stay healthy. I recently used the anti-nausea medication included in the kit. I was shocked by how much better I felt after taking it. The instructions in the kit are super clear and easy to understand. And I'm so glad I have my medical emergency kit on hand. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash Jana and use promo code Jana. That's promo code Jana at twc.health slash Jana. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's, you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. 
All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. All right, so I had something I wanted to bring up before the break there based on what you said. And I think it's interesting that even though we're doing this work together and we're able to see each other's like behind the scenes feelings and stuff, I think that's not even where the main benefit is. It's like the main benefit is for us to be able to, to identify our own feelings in a situation. You know what I mean? So it's not even more, I think there's more power with you being able to be like, man, why am I feeling this way? What's coming up with me? Mm-hmm. Instead of me having to interpret, okay, mm-hmm. what was it about our past again? Because yeah, we know each other's stories very, very well, but not as well as you know yours and I know mine mm-hmm. because we physically feel those feelings. So the, to be able to be educated and, and for us as individuals to look back and be like, okay, what is coming up for me? And to be able to express that to each other, that just sets us sets us up for more success to be able to articulate it, to articulate that to one another. Yes. Also, it's so hard. It's oh, it's, <laughs> it's so hard. It's so hard to be that vulnerable. I mean, even earlier today, when I wanted to express a feeling to you, it took me twenty minutes to get vulnerable because before yeah. I just wanted to say, uh, "Aren't you going to help with kids? You said you were going to help with kids." Yeah, you know, yeah, and that's what I wanted to say, but instead I felt the feeling and was like, what is this feeling? Yeah. And I was like, you know, the Jana before would have done something passive or would have thrown it at you or would have oh, been like, 100%. you said you were going to come up and help with the kids, but was that more important? Clearly you don't, you know, you know, and just be, and so I was just, I felt it like in my chest and that's when I came down here and I said, I, I need to express a feeling and it just it's so raw and it's so vulnerable but you were able to hear me and that's the difference where when we cast passiveness or not respect like vice versa like both of us do that and we we don't hear the other person but you were able to hear the other person when they sit here from a good place and they're like bill and Lori, our (laughs) our couples intensive will sit you know mad props to them because they're if anyone has a chance to come to nashville and do an intensive with them bill and uh lori loki they're absolutely incredible human beings but they're not you're not only able in that process to see maybe what your spouse's little child needs but also what you need or what you're feeling or like and how to how to be vulnerable and how to go there and it's so i mean there's so many times the last couple days where we've sat in and it's just like we look at each other and it's like it's so uncomfortable mm-hmm. to be so vulnerable. Yeah. But it's cool because we get to see, because it's a husband and a wife that are doing this intensive together, 
you never feel it's even numbers so you never feel ganged up on Mm -hmm. like that can happen in a couple session when it's just one therapist and we also get to see their coupleship in front of us yeah where they're like oh i just interrupted you i'm so sorry and they, (laughs) they like have their moments of like their own work in front of us and it's really cool to see that even these professionals who do aren't this perfect. stuff aren't perfect. Yeah. And that kind of brings us to, you know, wrapping this episode up with, you know, we share because we want to be able to help, mm-hmm. you know, people out there. We want people to not feel alone and to understand that they don't have to get it all right because clearly we don't yeah and just like you hear sometimes when it's like man i don't feel like you respected mike that episode or you were being it's like yeah i was but also in a way take that as a learning tool to also see what what i could have done differently and how you can grow and also it's for me too this is this podcast is a learning tool for me as an individual too to be how could i have expressed that differently how could i have said that differently how can I be a better friend? How can I be a better wife? How can I be a better mom? Yeah, we're learning. And we will still make mistakes. And there will still be hurt. But I pray to God there's no more harm. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well said, honey. <laughs> well said. But we we learn as much, if not more, from when we do this. And maybe hopefully anyone out there is because we're going through this and like Jan said, we're not perfect. We, we're trying to figure this shit out, too. I just would like to say, too, that we do appreciate um, y'all for letting us share and for being there and for... Not judging. And, yeah. And for and sticking. That's, that's and the hugest part because yeah. we're, we're putting ourselves out there in a very vulnerable yeah. way to be picked on, picked apart, and made to be criticized. Like, our story is... A very criticized, she's dumb, he's this, you know, and it's yeah. it's a very criticized piece where it can be hurtful sometimes, but we know what can be harmful and we know what, for us, the end of the day, we want to be able to continue to say, you know what, who listens to this podcast, the people that know our hearts and that know that yeah. we're doing this for the right reasons and also we're wanting to be authentic because we don't know the answers and we're not trying to we don't not trying to be perfect because we don't know how to be and Uh who knows how to be perfect but if we can help someone along the way try to navigate their struggles then we're here for you and we hear you and we see you and we love help along the way too because we're not above any of it and we're right there with y'all hell yeah (sighs) i'm tired i'm tired too (laughs) And I just want to say thank you, honey, for holding it down. And I am so excited to be back. feel very fortunate to be back. And definitely don't take it for granted. So thank you. I appreciate that. And um, it's so hard. You can say you're scared. (laughs) No, I, I, I... I'm going in in something that maybe we can touch on the next episode is how we're going to move and create a new marriage. And I just would encourage you guys to listen to Esther Perel and her Ted talks about the new marriage, because that's what I kind of want to touch on next week. And I'd like that for us. So that way 
yeah, the pain can still be there, but it's not, it's, we want a different marriage. And I would like to marry and start fresh, (laughs) you know, so (sighs) deep breath, everyone. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Will you? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Bye guys. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my hosts as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.